This is the Thursday, May 6th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with some NBA sides and props, some some synergy coming up. We'll explain that in and out in less than 10 minutes like we do every weekday. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined today by Tyler Fulgham. Tyler, we've had a couple days in a row, May the 4th, Cinco de Mayo, and nothing. So maybe is it your birthday? <laughs> no, not half birthday, not quarter birthday. Nothing special about May 6th. Well, I, I, I can say that I have probably will not lay a bigger egg than I did yesterday on SportsCenter when I gave out three plays. Uh, I think I lost three by a combined 50 points. So Ooh. something like that. Um, the dog of the day did not get there. Um, I think the Knicks were down about 20 after one and never yeah. really got close. That happens. Um, got the best bet on the show, though. Thank you, Buddy Heald, who almost had a double-double again. So yeah, I'm on to this, uh, the Kings production, who actually sweep the road trip. But let's let's start with a different uh, road team with the Brooklyn Nets coming off the loss to the Bucks. I like a minus three and a half here against Dallas. Look, Mavs, nice win in Miami. No Jimmy Butler, no Tyler Hero. But right now the Nets are... I don't know if they're finding their groove because they've obviously come off back-to-back losses, but they were right there. They were leading in the fourth quarter with Milwaukee. I think the Mavs don't have enough firepower to hang with the Nets. I'm going to I'm gonna back the Nets here as a road favorite. Yeah, and in correlation with that, I too like the Nets, and if they do win this game, they'll need a lot of production from Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I'm going to ISO KD here, his point prop over 29.5 points. He's had 32 or more in four of his last five games, and he's attempted 21 field goal attempts in all four of those games, he's uh, had at least 32 points, 36 minutes in each of his last three games. So Steve Nash is letting them play 40 minutes in those uh, two games back to back against the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think they're trying to uh, ramp his uh, minute production up for the postseason. So I see minutes, I see opportunity, and I see a decent matchup with a pretty high total. I'll go over 29 and a half points for KD. All right, another road favorite. This is really in response to what happened with the Pacers yesterday. They were completely outmatched with the Kings, but like they were just dissension on the sideline. Was it Greg Foster's an assistant coach, I believe chirping at one of the players. Um, Look, they got guys like Malcolm Brogdon on the sidelines and yes, Sabonis is back and give the Kings credit, but this Pacers team's been, something's been off all year, right? The coach is on the hot seat right now. Now they've had injuries. It starts with injuries for sure, but something's more off there. They're terrible at home. I know it's six. It's a big number and uh, probably an overreaction to the Hawks' big win over the Suns, which we talked about on the show, which is a terrible spot for Phoenix in terms of scheduling spot. But I've been kind of fading the Pacers all the year, although I did like them against the Kings. Um, I'm going to lay the six with the Hawks. And if I lose, I lose. So be it. But I just can't back this Pacers team right now. Yeah, similarly, I like um, attacking player props against the Pacers because they are running at a pace right now of a 106.4, which is the highest in the NBA over the last 15 games. That's 106 um, possessions per game, and 100 is kind of the baseline. The team that has the fastest pace this season is the Washington Wizards, and they're at 104 possessions per game. So Indiana's running at two full possessions per game higher, and that may not seem like a lot, but rest assured it is uh, when you consider uh, how close these teams are in in terms of pace over the full uh, season. But I'm going to try and find a double-double prop here. John Collins at plus 400 seemed like the best value. Let me run through Indiana's last 10 games and some of the bountiful stat lines they've allowed. 
Russell Westbrook had his 20 assist, 20 rebound game against them. The Nets had two players record a double-double, including Alizé Johnson going 20 points, 20 rebounds off the bench. The Blazers had three double-doubles against them, including Ennis Canner off the bench. Wendell Carter got a double-double against them for the Magic. The Pistons didn't have a double-double against them, but three players recorded 10-plus rebounds in that game. Moses Brown had a double-double against them in just 16 minutes, and the Hawks had two players record a double-double against them. Trey Young had 30 points, 10 assists, and Clint Capel had a 25-point, 24-rebound game. So when you play Indiana, stats are, are there to be had. Trey Young and Capella are the most likely, but I want to find a better value. I'm hoping John Collins can play 25 to 30 minutes and have a juicy stat line because we know with Indiana's pace, assists and rebounds are just like bountiful. It's, it, the Pacers have become the Coors Field of the NBA basketball uh, schedule this year. So I'm just trying to pick someone who will give me a good return on investment because I know the, they're going to be a lot of points, assists, and rebounds in the box score for the Hawks tonight. That's a good line. I like that one. Well, well played on that front. Um, I don't love this play, but I like it enough. I'm going to play it pretty small. I'm going to lay the two touchdowns with the Warriors against the Thunder. <laughs> they beat them by 50 the last time. Curry is just going to light it up, pad the stats, and um, the Thunder of the Thunder. We've talked about them way too much, frankly. And obviously, I like to keep an eye on whether Dort's playing or Poku's playing. Poku missed the last game. Almost an upset of the Kings outright. But I just think Golden State, wide open shots. They'll hit them, and uh, end of story. That's That's my handicap. Yeah, it, similarly, I like I call the Pacers the Coors Field of the NBA schedule right now. The Thunder are like Wrigley with the wind blowing out. They're not quite Coors Field, but you know <laughs> that Steph Curry's going to have a monster day. So over six and a half made three-point field goals is outrageous. But at plus 120, sure, why not? He's made seven threes in each of his last three games, and he's attempted 17 <laughs> triples in each of his last four games. So if we can get anywhere from 15 to 23 point attempts from this player alone, Steph Curry, I know that seems outrageous, but that's what he's doing right now. I think against a defense as inept as the Oklahoma City Thunder, unless Lou Dort is following him around. But even so, he'll come off screens and find some opening. It's Steph Curry for crying out loud. I'll lay one, I'll, I'll, I'll lay 100 to try and win 120 on him making seven triples. I know it's outrageous, but that's just the groove that Steph is in right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I like a few totals just on parting shots, if you will. The Clippers game under, um, Bulls game under, Wizards game over. How can you not like a Wizards game over? That's about it. Um, but I uh, good catching up. I like how we were connected with that. You had a prop. I decide <laughs> we'll see, and we'll have much more content for everyone coming up uh, later at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Daily Wager on ESPN2. We hope to see you then in and out in less than 10 minutes like we always promise.